When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go ahead and uh, get into it. Getting wet? Get, no, don't say that around me. Don't ever say that around me. Don't, don't you ever say it around me. Don't, don't you say those words around me So again. are we going to jump into these sharks-infested water? Don't you ever. God, I got to stop blocking that damn camera. You know how to slapping me, man. Look at that. You just keep doing it again. Look at it. Slow, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a beat down. Oh, folks, well, let's go ahead and dive in. To what we came here to do. Did you bring me one of those two? I brought two of them. Oh, my God. So I can't return it once I take the tag off. So maybe you'll you'll buy one from me. Uh, you might want to keep that tag on there. Then. Okay. Can I, can, I, can I not wear it with the tag on? You can. You absolutely can. I'll tell you what. Let me let me wear it with the tag on, like, the, like those kids used to do in the 90s. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. Oh, so look at this, folks. Look at what this man has done here today. It yeah. <laughs> looks great. Look at this. Whoa. My hat is like a shark fin. Nice. Does mine not have... Oh, it's backwards. <laughs> is it backwards? Yeah. It, that, it, does mine not have that's eyes? backwards. Yeah, it's oh, like you just no. put it on backwards. There it is <laughs> just, right I there. I couldn't see the eyes. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. They, not, not, not I, don't, I don't like the, <laughs> the look of that. Bring the snout down <laughs> like that. There you go. There you go. Look at those eyes right there. All right, people, if you couldn't tell by these sharks on our heads right here, <laughs> we're going to be talking about, well, the only movie that's out with a shark right now. Meg 2, The Trench. Fuck that. <laughs> Let's get out of here. We didn't like that dude anyway. Jonas, we need your help. We're detecting increased aquatic activity 25,000 feet deep in the trench. It's an ancient ecosystem untouched by man. Whatever is down there is trying to make its way to the surface. This is a bad idea. Just a little bit. Jonas, we've got company. Spoiler alert, that guy doesn't make it. Just, just I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, sorry, I'm that asshole, man. <laughs> just thought I'd just ruin that for people. That's the biggest thing I've ever seen. 
Biggest bag anyone's ever seen. That's the apex predator. Everybody make it to the station! You can make it! Hit five! Three massive megs and who knows what else have escaped the breach. You just hope it goes better than last time. What happened last time? You don't want to know. You can relax. This place, magproof. I mean, Jonas was always afraid of this, but I was also thinking. Barracuda. Even though it was a fucking shark, but yeah, we'll go with that. Barracuda, <laughs> sure, sure, why not? All right. You know, a lot of people saw the first Meg and they said, you know what? It was, it was goofy, it was stupid, but all of that is great for a B-movie, and that's exactly what that last movie was. And this one, as you can see, they hope to continue that with even more giant shark goofiness. This time, they've gone down to the trench and they've opened it up for not one, but several. I'm gonna say it like Jason Statham says, Megalodons. Monsters. Monsters and Megalodons. To come out and wreak havoc on humans out there just simply trying to have a nice vacation. <laughs> uh, so, I have a very unique experience with this movie. Oh, yeah? Uh, I wasn't... Uh, I wasn't, I'm not going to lie to you, I wasn't crazy about the first Meg. No, first one I did not like. I wasn't crazy about it and I might be biased because, uh, yeah, you, I, well, you, at the time, uh, when I saw this, they had a big promotion for the first Meg and uh, they had a very special screening for it. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is the second Meg that we're looking at right here. But anyway, you know, a shark is a shark. Anyway, when we watching the movie, uh, you guys have probably heard this before. They supposed to have it out in the middle of the lake, mm -hmm. spread out wide open on a giant inflatable screen. Uh, for some reasons, the, the screen got messed up. They had to pack everybody up in one little spot so everybody could watch the little screen that they finally got out there. And because everybody was packed in this little pond and, from, it, and because it was such a pain in the ass to get in that pond and now it was a pain in the ass to get out of it, and the bathroom was a mile up the road. People sat in that water and let it all out, man. They, every, everybody, everybody, and yes, guilty, everybody pissed in that water. You know in the in movies where you can feel something coming like the shark or something's happening? In this movie, we just slowly sat there and the water got warmer and Whoa, warmer. this movie's heating up. Oh no, that's just piss. Yeah, okay, it wasn't a mile up the road, but it was a lot. Everybody was pissing in that water. So watching the first Meg, I was sitting up there soaking in the piss of strangers. In my own little stew, you know, I added to, you know. Uh, so, I couldn't tell if I was just uncomfortable. And by the way, I wasn't. After a while, you just, you, you accept your fate. Yeah, you just got to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, you know, we weren't going anywhere. <laughs> you know, it was just. You had to see it. It's funny how sit up there and soaking and piss, how well you can, how soon you can get used to that. <laughs> <laughs> Which we did. Uh, 
<laughs> but, but you know, watching it. So maybe I was biased. So when I was watching this right here, I said, I know everybody loved that last Meg for the uh, B-movie quality that it had, but for some reason it just didn't hit for me. Now looking at this, I saw this and we have Jason Statham who's actually sitting up here almost punching sharks and kicking sharks. You know, you have more sharks eating more people out on the beach and whatnot. I said, all right, you know what? If they can just embrace that B-movie campiness that didn't really work for me in the first movie, I might be able to go along with this. Yeah. I might be able to do something with this. First one was pretty boring, I think. Like, there was not a lot of shark in it. It mm -hmm. was a lot of just, like, you know, just, like, gibberish, like, talking about technical stuff. Well, with this one, so did I find anything better in this than I did in the first movie? Well, yeah, for starters, I was not soaking in other people's piss. So <laughs> that's... That's a positive. Plus one. Plus, that's a plus right there. Other than that, not much, not okay. much at all. I, I, and look, I, I, and I'm, I'm a little mad at this movie too. Really? I'm a little, so I'm a little upset. Uh, Julian, did it do one of those things that you hate that movies do? Oh, well, let me tell you what it did. Because I had a feeling when I was watching, I was like, man, Corey is not gonna like this. I don't think. Well, let me tell you what I didn't <laughs> like. First of all. <laughs> It's the end of the summer. We were on a good roll. We were on a good roll. We had Mission Impossible. You know, that was fun. Followed up by Barbie. Barbie ended up being phenomenal for a lot of people. Barbie ended up being one of the smartest. Who would have known it would have ended up being one of the smartest movies of the summer? Oppenheimer, I wasn't crazy about it like, a, like everybody was, but I think it's a brilliant film. And I think it's awesome. Uh, just saw those turtles. Mm -hmm. Those turtles were awesome, man. We were on a roll, mm -hmm. a good roll. And that shark came in here and fucked it all up, man. <laughs> I was having a good time at the theater, man. And then this shark came in here and just spit in my fucking face. I was, uh, yeah, I, I was, and I don't even defend this movie on a certain level. Okay. Because I've heard the movie when I was just, when I told people I was watching this. Uh huh. Uh, I, I, the movie was described to me. They said, "Yeah, I heard the movie was boring." A lot of people say, "Yeah, I heard it was boring. I heard it was just it was really dull. Not that shark stuff. You know, not enough of that shark stuff going on." I now that's something I find funny because yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, there was always something. Look, there, there was there was always something happening. I will tell you that. Uh, it's not like there was a lack of, of shark eating action going on in here. You know, sharks were always around. If you gave them 10 minutes or so, they'd be back tearing shit up. You know, they were always around the corner, you know, st stalking Jason Statham and friends. You know, there's <laughs> the whole gang, the whole gang, man. There's some fun <laughs> shark set pieces in here. Uh, you know, I, the, I really thought that uh, they had a... a a fun sex section of the movie where when they went down to the actual trench, mm -hmm. when they went down to the trench and they were walking at the bottom of the ocean and, you know, the air was running out. But at the same time, they're being pursued by three megs and an octopus. Mm -hmm. so and I, and some that? other stuff. And some other, some, a bunch of other creatures down there. So, you know, I'm looking at this and also there's a, like, like, when we get to the you know the real part where they start attacking the the people on the beach, they serve up generous portions of people, <laughs> you know they and they invite a whole bunch of other creatures to the buffet. Mm -hmm. So, 
I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, I don't know why people would call this boring when there's always something happening, but yet I can see why they feel that way. Okay. I can see reasons as to, I can see reasons as to why this makes this, uh, th there's problems with the story. And I think it's make, I think it makes it hard for people to, to get into. And, and the I, characters, and I the character, and the characters, characters are part of that. And I, and I think it, I think it's those problems with the story and the character that actually make people not connect with this movie to where they feel like it's boring, definitely. even though there's always something happening. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it, it definitely brings down the movie. But that being said, this isn't you know you, you're comparing it to to Mission Impossible, you know Ninja Turtles. Those are triple A motion pictures. This is yeah. a capital B B movie. Okay, you know what? I see that, and 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 believe me, I'm not. I ain't asking anything out this movie very deep. <laughs> no pun intended. I'm not. I'm watching a movie about five fucking giant sharks, man. Mm -hmm. Believe me, I I am looking for that capital B <laughs> that you were talking about. I understand. I'm no snob. <laughs> I get. I'm wearing a fucking shark hat. I get it. But. Let me tell. Let me go through the reasons why. Tell me. I'll go through the reasons why I think people are not connecting with this movie, which gives them this feeling that there's this that this movie's boring, even though there's something happening all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so number one, I feel like this movie doesn't know where it's going. Yeah, I think that's kind of one of the things I enjoyed about it. I was like, all right, what what's the next stupid thing that you're gonna do? Well, I you know what, this goes to listen. When I say it doesn't know where it's going, I think that this movie goes to a lot of places without a sense of direction. You know, I'm, and let me, I'm going to tell you how I feel about this script right here. Because if the, this movie's walking around like it's trying to find the story. And I ain't acting, like I said, I'm not asking for any deep story or anything from, from, from the Meg. Okay, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing that. But I do think you need something there that will keep people engaged. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a deep story, but you got to have something. It's not keeping people engaged here. And the reason why, let me tell you what this script feels like. It's okay to have something that doesn't make sense. It's okay to be a B movie that does insane, crazy things. Mm -hmm. But this movie right here felt like this script, this story felt. It, people are gonna be saying this more and more. But this, this one genuinely felt like this was something that was made by AI. I didn't get so much the feeling of AI. I just got the feeling of a big agenda from a studio that wanted to sell something that would be very popular in other markets, maybe like China. China, very much so. But with that, again, comes with this going everywhere. See, let me tell you why I think this felt like a, 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 a chat GPT script to me, <laughs> because it felt like they put in the prompts. They put in the prompts that, that they just the basic, the real basic ones. They want they say, give me a shark movie with these action scenes with these creatures, add a little dose of comedy in there and give me these types of characters. And that computer spit that shit out. <laughs> and when they got it, that's the script that they use. No human interaction, no, you know, no, no human touch-ups, nothing to go in there and bump anything up that was done by, by a human being. They just took the script straight at the computer and filmed that. And, 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 with, and with that computer, that computer picked all these sources from a lot of uh, from a lot of other movies. Definitely, you know, it's because it, like the opening of this movie. That was actually one of my favorite things about the movie. Well, not I'm not even talking about the one you're talking about with the dinosaurs. Yeah, with the the bug and then the lizard. No, I'm not talking about that. 
I'm talking about Jason Statham. Uh, that that whole save the whale scene. Jason Statham doing his environmental thing where he, <laughs> Jason Statham, it still opens up like a Jason Statham action movie, man. Him being, him, he's beating up a ship of pirates through that, a dumping radioactive waste into the ocean. You know, he's doing his, his Jason Statham thing. He's flipping off of crates and doing flying kicks into people it, and stuff like that. It felt like a Walmart brand Batman by the end of the scene. Yeah, yeah you know, he's, yeah, he's, 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 he, Everything he does in every Jason Statham movie is what he's doing here. From that point, it turns into Aliens. From that point, it shit turns into Jurassic Park. Yeah, definitely for a moment there. Prehistoric lizard creatures that were in the water all of a sudden find their way to land and near civilization. How? I don't know. Uh, then the movie finally turns into the film that it's advertised. And this is one of the complaints that people I heard, so they, I, people told me that they were having when they say that they were probably bored and there's not enough shark stuff. Well, people were expected to go see this part at the end. They mm -hmm. expected this to be the majority of the movie where, you know, sharks were at the on the beach attacking people and whatnot. You know, uh, that doesn't come in until near the end of the film. That's like the climax of the movie. Where it's like Piranha 3D. Yeah, this is you know, the part that's advertised in the trailer so much, you don't get that until near the end of the film. Um, listen, there's nothing wrong with so many with this being so many things. There's nothing wrong with that at all. I actually like a movie to be influenced by different things and, and, and handle those things very well. But I think that uh, this movie doesn't flow into those different parts, tones, genres, whatever, films, inspirations. I don't think it flows into those well. No, it's very much in a hurry. And there's just like random things that are like, all right, now this guy, see this guy, he's bad. He did this. All right, moving on. In a way, you're right. In a way, you're right. But also, what's funny about that is that this movie seems aimless to me because I wish it was more in a hurry. This movie's two hours long. Yeah. This movie, believe me, people, this film could benefit greatly from 30 minutes being shaved off of it. Yeah. 30 whole minutes. There's some weird stuff in the beginning, for sure. <laughs> and they have concepts that they don't even use in this and this one, they they got, so they got these new mech suits, and they go out there. And now they, and this one guy, this guy right here, he's dressed up in a mech suit because now he's got he talks to the sharks, yeah. or at least one of them. Yeah, it's like we've we've trained one of them, you know, and oh, she knows me. We have a special bond. I'm like, okay, that's nice and stupid. Yeah, you know, and that's exactly what I'm looking for in a movie mm -hmm. like this. Except they don't really go anywhere with that idea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They they introduce it and then it's done. Yeah, I thought that some of the characters just felt weird to me. And maybe it was just like that guy who trained the shark and like Jason Statham's daughter. Like mm -hmm. they they really just stood out as like, you guys are here to appeal to a totally different market. That's what was the most distracting thing to me. Well, I, that that is something I'm going to be getting into in a little bit right here. This movie could listen, this movie, it, it, it would have helped speed things along much more. And we in Oh, what's up, girl? How you doing? cat is in here this could have been sped along much quicker and people will probably we probably wouldn't even notice that we were going into so many different inspirating uh, inspirations are and uh are are parts of the movie that were inspired by other films mm -hmm. you know but because it's taking its time it's two hours it doesn't flow too well into that but you hit on something that i agree on and the the number two reason why i think that this movie is not appealing to the audiences to where they're thinking as boring is because the characters, the characters mm -hmm. need to be more engaging. And that's they, what you were saying. Yeah, they are totally flat. Jason Statham, action man. Other guy, smarter action man. <laughs> yeah, well, that's you, you hit it right there, man. These characters, they are, they, they're, every character is such 
a type. <laughs> that, that they that they are not that interested, man. You know, they 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 are type and they have little personality beyond that type. As you said, Jason Statham. Jason Statham is uh you're right, he's action guy. Mm -hmm. Now I will give it, listen, I'll give it to Jason Statham right now. Jason Statham, he's smiling more these days. Yeah. You know, back in the day, you know, his whole thing was to talk real slow like this and gruff and look very confused because he doesn't <laughs> like what you're saying. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. Hi, what am I yeah. doing again? Megalodon. <laughs> you know. Dinosaur shark. <laughs> Here, he smiles a little bit more, but that's about as far as it goes, man. He's still the Jason Statham that we see. Um, yeah, I think you, the trailer makes the whole thing look a lot more clever than it actually is. Yeah. Other action guy, but you know what? He's supposed to be other action likable guy. Mm. He's kind of the, the 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 uncle, the Elon Musk of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will give it. I will give him this one thing though. Uh, I forgot the actor's name that's playing the uncle here, but he is kind of like the the Elon Musk. Are uh, the who was the the guy that created Jurassic Park? The the, the character. Oh, I don't remember his name off the top of my Doctor, head. Doctor, what, what who? Who was the, the the guy in the movie that played him? Uh, anyway, uh, a lot of these guys who end up being like the the scientists in the movie, the guy that wants to uh, you know uh, uh, play God or going to places they shouldn't be going mm -hmm. to, they, they either end up being like uh, a liability or they end up being evil. Mm -hmm. uh, John Hammond, he could have been the John Hammond of the group, but he was he was the liability, or even worse, he could have been evil. But I'll give you that he wasn't. No, but he's but you know what. A part of me wishes that he was because he's doing he's he's there to do nothing but jump from the sharks, do some Jackie Chan action type stuff, and uh, and and be comedy relief. Yeah, that's all. Just jump from shit and crack a joke. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, and the rest of the characters, man. You know, they are. Yeah, I saw one of them there. I was I was waiting for to hear what you thought about him, uh, DJ. I, in I'm, the movie. I'll get to him in a little bit. <laughs> But uh, these other characters that we have here, so uh, you know they—they're characters from a cartoon, man. Definitely, Are straight up from a B movie of this type, except not as entertaining, if you ask me. Uh, besides the uncle, you got the daughter there, the daughter slash niece. Uh, she's just there for kids to relate to. Definitely. And by the way, I'm sick of this fucking trope where. These kids end up in these movies because they stole away. How the fuck? Who who's running this operation where you miss? And by the way, she ain't no small girl. She's a 14-year-old girl who not only stowed away, but she says, oh, because they say, well, you got to go back because it's unsafe. You don't have the proper equipment. She said, oh, it's okay, Dad. I brought my own mech suit. Yeah. <laughs> she packed She packed her own air suit, yeah. her own mech suit. It's like, how the fuck did you miss that? It ain't <laughs> like a girl put herself in a crate and hid. She had to pack shit and load shit up, check out a goddamn mech suit. How you going to miss all that? Yeah, the way that she is introduced in that sub scene there, it's like, wow. That how, yeah. how does that happen? How does security not notice that? Yeah. The chick that we have here, she's there to be pretty. She don't, she don't do nothing. She'll pull her weight every now and then. But for the most part, she's just there to be kind of hot and, you know, and give something and, to and, guys and get hard on. fist bump the and other girl. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And here's your boy right here. Let me find your man. DJ. <laughs> He's cool. And this man right here, and I don't want to talk about him man, and his bag of tricks. I don't want to talk about my brother right here. I want to support my brother. I really do. I really do. I want to support my black man out there. But he had all the lines, man. Well, let me like, tell you something, like, man. Damn. 
Damn. Let me tell you something. He's the black guy straight out of a cartoon in a video game. Uh, and when I say a cartoon, you know, he's the he's the uh, uh, the sidekick, the sidekick mm-hmm. black guy. Mm-hmm. But when I say he's like a video game, it's because he has he don't have dialogue. He has stock frame phrases. And it's all phrases that you would expect from a car- like a stereotypical black dude. Oh, hell no. Yep. He was doing a damn. Yep. Come get some. It's like and he repeats that shit over and over again yeah. like a video game character. Like an action figure. There's about three oh hell no's. There's two dams and several. Come get some. Yeah, get some. I was like, oh, sh- fuck this, man. And yeah, he does. Hey, and he has a Louis Vuitton black uh, black bag of tricks. <laughs> yeah, he, he has a backpack that they're like, oh, don't worry about that. I got I got things in there. <laughs> but yeah, but I tell you what, they give him a good scene. Yeah, he, he, he kicks ass. One of my favorite scenes in the movie is him and the other guy who's named Mac. I don't know uh, what that actor yeah. is, but I that made me laugh really hard. I don't know if I was supposed to be laughing at it the way I was, but it made me laugh. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> And it's, it's just funny too because he was because my man was talking about like even even those scenes where he's kicking ass, he, they explained he's like since the last movie I went and got training and I learned how to fight and I learned how to fire a gun I learned how to make bullets <laughs> man yeah, I goes, I ain't going through that shit no more he goes into detail about his bullets where it's like who wrote this like like what a, like this is already dumb and now you just made it like exponentially stupider my man said i learned how to make poison bullets <laughs> yep, yep. I, they ain't gonna get me again <laughs> i was like wow this is so cool and yet it's so fucking stereotypical too yeah this man can even have a fight scene without sitting up here talking about that crazy black shit <laughs> shit <Yeah>. damn <laughs> He was my favorite character by far. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's like, all right. You can even see him about to say hell no right there. Look at him. Yeah, he was quiet for the most part at first. And then like when he got riled up, he got <laughs> going. Somebody said, he's like, that on my <laughs> Yo, dog. These, these fish is whack. <laughs> they wilding out there. <laughs> Why, yeah. Boy, them sharks are wilding. <laughs> Three. <laughs> oh, hell no. I don't even go to Long John Silver's. <laughs> I haven't been to a pool since the last movie. Yeah. <laughs> y'all think we joking, but it's kind of not far from that. No, that we've quoted almost every single one of his lines, I think. <laughs> Filet of fish is about as far as I go. I don't fuck with no sharks. Damn. <laughs> Things been wild, but we about to get more wild. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, people. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, like I said, it's some stuff that they could have done here that were that were fun ideas and good ideas. And uh, and I will say that when they get down to the trench, uh, I mentioned that earlier, I, I do like the turn it took because, as I said, it, did, it was very suspenseful when they got down there. Mm-hmm. You know, being, I mean, and maybe that's just something that freaks me out. Being underwater, water that could crush you, while also being stalked by these 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 creatures and all of them want to eat you. As long as you let How did your pet shark get down here, Juming? She must have escaped. Proximity alert. Makes. 
biggest thing I've ever seen. Biggest thing anyone's ever seen. Uh, they do a good job at putting these sharks in some really scary settings. Like, you know, they come like that shit where it came out the shadows, which is why I wish this was a better movie because they do some good stuff here, man. Like, you know, usually I see these movies, I'm not scared of the sharks. I'm not really scared of them either, but they did manage to make them look fucking creepy in some parts, man. Like that right there, that's a great shot. So, you know, I would praise the movie where praise is due, man. They actually do have some very good moments of setting up the sharks when they get to the trench because the trench is 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 such a creepy atmosphere itself. Yeah, there's some scenes where I was like, more of this. This shot is perfect. Yeah. But then there's other shots where it's like they're trying to do the whole hide the sausage thing, you know? Yeah. And, and the editing and the cinematography, like it it works against itself. Yeah. And and it, it brings some of the moments of the movie down for yep. sure. Yeah. And speaking of characters, then you have those characters that are just there to be eaten, man. <laughs> you know, yeah, those characters there, they're just, they were... Um, Chum. From, yeah, from the, yeah, from the moment they got there, man. And the the problem with that for me is that, and we're, talk, we're not talking about, you know, the people on the beach. You know, those people are, you know, we don't care about those people right there. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, they got these uh, characters that we follow in the movie. And it doesn't help that the other characters don't seem to really give a shit when they get eaten. <laughs> There's a moment when they just say, you know, when the movie has this attitude of like, well, that's too bad. <laughs> I mean, know? the movie almost forgets that at one point. And they're like, actually, one of them does care. And like, someone goes out to save, not a group of people, just just like one Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But for the most part, they're just kind of like, well, that sucks for them. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, when they were like telling them, shark, get out of our people, like, I'm drunk, shut up, get out of oh, here. They, they start splashing them. Oh, well, these people are fucking idiots. Yeah, I mean, you know, no, no, I don't I don't care about these people. These people are assholes. I don't give a fuck about them. No, I was talking about earlier. I'm talking about their teammates. Oh, okay. Like when their teammates start you know, getting eaten, you know, mm-hmm. Jason Stanley was like, oh, cheers to them. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, we already don't really care about these characters that much. So, you know, seeing the characters not really give a shit about other characters just, I think, is also uh, contributes to that detachment that the audience has had with yeah, the movie. Yeah, there's too many people in there and no, none of these characters have an arc. No one changes. You don't learn anything interesting about them. Like they call, no. they call Jason Statham an eco-warrior. It's yeah, like, they do. Yeah. what the fuck yeah. is that? <laughs> Uh, like at first I was like so is he a journalist like he's taking pictures and stuff no he's like, doing it to get evidence for the yeah, yeah you yeah, know I, I figured that out eventually I but I, mean, I didn't know at first what the fuck he was <laughs> <laughs> and by the end I was like okay you're like an anti-eco-terrorist I guess yeah I didn't I didn't know what the fuck he was I didn't I, I, he's an action star exactly that's all he yeah, He was. He's, you know who he was fucking Jason Statham mm-hmm. that's who he was yeah. I, w- I was just pretending I was like ah oh, so this is what Crank 3 is like huh? he, no he got into the water <laughs> no no I wish it, see i wish it was that low oh, it's not it definitely isn't no oh oh i'll just talk about food is making me hungry man you know <laughs> may i stop and give a word to our sponsor right now you probably Please. you know we've been talking about filet of fish we've been talking about you know we're talking about long john silver we were talking about people we've been talking about eating people yeah we're talking about cory burger yeah yeah, talk, yeah man real human meat yeah some of y'all are getting your appetite up right now well let me help you out with something right here let me tell you, because not only do you have an appetite, but some of you out there saying, you know what? I'd like a home-cooked meal. Now, I don't know how to cook. 
And also, I like to cook something that's kind of healthy. I don't do that either because half the time I go out and buy stuff and I buy all that greasy ass food out there, hamburgers mm, mm, and french mm. fries. And, you know, listen, let's, 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 let's stop this now and get you into something nice and healthy. I want to take a time out right now to talk about our sponsor for this portion of the show, HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. And I want to tell you about HelloFresh because, first of all, Fall will be here before you know it. And one of the things I love about HelloFresh is that they have a lot of recipes that you can make right at home. Yes, yourself. Make the home-cooked meal. I promise you HelloFresh makes it to where you won't mess it up. And they have a lot of recipes for every season, and their fall recipes are about to be released. And with HelloFresh, everything is planned, delivered, pre-portioned to your door. That's why it's so easy to get it made. You don't have to worry about measuring stuff out. It takes care of all that for you. You're going to feel real proud of yourself, too, when you're done cooking this. Because you're going to look at it and be like, man, did I do that? Yes, you <laughs> did. Look at you, Mr. Fancy in the Kitchen. <laughs> also, you just choose your recipe. You can pick your delivery date. And then you just sit back and you just wait. And HelloFresh will deliver it right to your door. And you just have to do the cooking, which, again, they make it easy for you. Look at that. They got children doing it. They got children. And, you know, my mother would never let me do this. She thought I was going to burn down the house. The, look at the Julian, the dog is cooking. <laughs> look at that. The dog is actually making. That's how easy it is. Even a dog can do it. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> oh, and as I said, HelloFresh has a lot of recipes, 40 chef crafted recipes to choose from every week and many different types of lifestyles that they can fit. Uh from family friendly to fit and wholesome. And you'll love them all. And you're probably thinking like, listen, uh, listen, I, 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 I'm not so worried about cooking this. It's just that I don't cook that much and I know it's gonna take a long time for me to do this. It's not gonna take that long, I promise you. I promise you with HelloFresh and looking at all these things that they got here, look at all these menus they got here. Some of these, some of these menus are quick and easy options. All you need is 15 minutes to start making these and enjoy. And you can do that for many types of food, breakfast, lunch, dinner. They also have snacks. And these snacks can be just in time for back to school. You know, parents, you're getting ready to have your kids leave the house. Let HelloFresh bring you the groceries so you can not only make their snacks, but the whole lunches that they take to school with them. Speaking of groceries, HelloFresh is 25% cheaper than shopping at the grocery store. So I sold you on all the perks of HelloFresh. Yeah, man, you know, you have to come down with that price a little bit. Me, what can you do? Give me a discount. You drive a hard bargain out there. All these people are never satisfied. All right, all right, I got you. Tell you what, how's this? You, oh my God, you're a shrewd person. I like that. <laughs> Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 double toasted and use the code 50 double toasted for 50% off your next HelloFresh delivery, and free shipping. Again, that is H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H dot com slash F-O, I'm sorry, that's 5050, that's the number 50, D-O-U-B-L-E-T-O-S-T-E-D, and that's 50 double toasted for 50% off plus free shipping. Take a shark-sized bite out of the oh, price. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Even sharks might stop eating people if we can put them on this HelloFresh. <laughs> And, folks, I want to thank HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. 
for sponsoring this portion of the show. And I want to thank all of you out there for your support. Uh, can I get into a little, a little, little something more why this, uh, this doesn't work so well, I think, with audiences? Uh, why this could be a little bit better? And I, don't have, I don't have a picture of this, but the villains, the villains are not good <laughs> at all, man. The villains are hardly characters. <laughs> the villain is like the old guys in the Muppets. They're just like sitting up there. <laughs> yeah. Let me see if I can find who these villains are. Let me let me see here. Oh. And was one of the villains like in the first movie? It seemed like they implied that. I think so. I don't remember a lot yeah, from that I first movie at all. Oh, let me see what we got here. Because one of these villains was funny to me, man. Oh, there he is. One of the villains played, played, but played by this guy, Sergio Perez Mencheta. He looks like a cross between uh, Josh Brolin and Javier Bardem. Mm -hmm. with, totally see With it. a little bit of Pedro Pascal yeah, up in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's this henchman, man, that they set up to be this big bad guy. And, you know, you, we don't even know this guy. We don't need, the villains just, they don't explain these villains too much. They just pop up, they just appear, and they just start fucking up everybody's day. <laughs> they have, they have, this, like this henchman right here, he's supposed to be, He's supposed to be a big badass, generic as hell, in the film, and at least he's at least he plays it kind of tough, man. We got one of the other villains in here. Let me see if I can find her. She is, she's straight up out of something like Captain Planet. <laughs> Let me see if I can find this girl right here. There's one villain that we have, because I was I don't know if you heard this bit of dialogue with this person. Oh, I heard some dialogue in there that was pretty uh, oh. like, are you serious? <laughs> There's terrible, there's terrible dialogue in here, man. This, so this is one of the villains that pops up. She's like some corporate villainous person, but she really is straight up like a, uh, uh, she really is straight up like a Captain Planet uh, villain because she's like an eco-terrorist. That's right. She's like, forget about the environment. We're going to make billions. <laughs> yeah. And the line that she delivered, she actually delivered like a straight up cartoon Captain Planet character. She's, she, she, and spoke this straight, delivered this with a straight face. She said, and I'm going to read it, just, I'm going to say it just the way she said it. We're going to harvest the ocean and the ecosystem? So what? I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We'll be making billions. We'll be, we're going to make billions. And I was like, how is anybody supposed to take your ass seriously when you say that? Taha. Only thing that was missing was taha, taha. Yeah, that character came came across almost like a reshoot. Like like she could have been added in like in post. And here's the thing with the film is it, so much of this is is trying to appeal to China oh, that yeah. it feels it feels it feels very choppy. Mm -hmm. Like this character never pops up in the same place as, as any of the characters. But Just always once at the beginning. Oh, at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. And we never see her with any of the other no, characters. she's too busy being in her high-rise mansion that looks like it's in the apocalypse yeah. or something. Yeah. By the end of this, it's just not the, uh, it's just not the B movie that 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 it's that it wanted to be or intends to be. I don't think it definitely has B movie qualities to it, but like that part with uh, all the people at the at the at the beach you know that's again i, I stress that because they were pitching that so much in the movie that a lot of people thought we were going to get more of this there's no choice she's right hey you two find a way to call for help 
Let everyone know what happened. Come on, come on. Oh, hell no! <laughs> they're gonna die because they're fat and middle-aged. <laughs> they ain't hot like the rest of the people. No, all the unattractive people die immediately. <laughs> There's a lot that do. But you know, that what we see right here, this part, even with this being promised as a, you know, a, you know, uh, the big selling point in the movie, it's still a, re a, a big repeat of what we had in the last movie, complete with the dog. I, I actually, I, I don't remember the first one at all, but I actually really enjoyed like some of these scenes. I agree with all your points, like the, the dialogue, these characters are kind of stinky, but like it moved in a way where like I was, la if I wasn't laughing at it, I was, I was having, I was kind of enjoying like the CGI of it all. I don't like, think the CGI is bad, I'll give it that. And, and once you accept that the movie is stupid, like I feel like it's easier to go with. Cause one of the things I was gonna say is like, Reality is out the goddamn window yeah. with this. There, there are parts where it's like, uh, no, that that would not happen. Instant death, and and he's just like fine. Like some of the, I, I don't want to say too much, but there's I'll say some it. stuff. I'll say it, Jay, because it's not a spoiler. I just say this: Jason Statham, Jason Statham goes swimming in depths of water that will crush you, implode. And, and you, you, <laughs> the moment you open the door, you would implode. You be you you be eviscerated. The water would just, the water pressure would just crush you. And yet this man goes out there and swims at it and with no suit on. And the way they explain it is, well, as long as he exhales through his nose. Yeah, his sinuses need to be filled with water. Yeah, he'll be all right. <laughs> hey, why do you think fish could swim around with no suits on? It's like, because they're fucking, they're, they're, they're shaped different than us. They ain't shaped like a human being. There was a lot of stuff in this movie that really felt like, I, I don't know how else to put it besides like, it was like anime, you know, like it was like a cartoon. Like when he goes underwater, it's like a little bit of blood that comes out his nose. Yeah. It's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, people, that that what got me. I was like, really, you're going to sit up here. Now we're getting to some goddamn Fast and Furious shit. Where, you Definitely, know, you, I was thinking that where, too. Where you're going, you know, not only is physics, physics gone, but you yell, fuck you when they leave the door. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's, like him swimming in water. They, they, and I like the way they, that people, do you hear what I'm saying? They said, they use this logic. They said, if you just breathe through your nose and clear your sinuses, you can swim in water that can crush you. Hey, the fish do it. How do you think they do? It's like, what kind of fucking science are you working with? Oh, yeah, we can forget that fish's bodies are slim and built for swimming in water like that. Yeah, and one of the scientists says that too. Yeah. And fish have gills and their bodies are made to like, you know, thin and made to handle water. Like, you know, fuck, no, fuck all that. Hey, fi if fish can do it, we can do it too. Just breathe through your nose. Oh, kiss my 25,000 feet under the water. Kiss, man. He's swimming through it like he's goddamn Aquaman. You know, no. And it was kind of interesting the way that they do the trench. They show it in the trailer a little bit where there's like, there's this layer, you yeah. know, and it, it really did feel like you said, like they went to outer space or something like that. Yeah. I did like the beginning uh, where they showed the creatures, but it was funny because these creatures that are hidden miles, miles underneath the earth, all of a sudden, near the end of the movie, they've made it to civilization <laughs> with no problem, no problem at all. And they don't even explain it. 
That you know, trailer is like an awesome short film. I love that so oh, that much. That beginning is amazing, man. Yeah, with the starting with the dragonfly and then the lizard. Like that that was amazing. Yeah. And and then it starts to kind of go downhill from there. But there I thought that there were some decent highlights. I definitely preferred the second half to the first half, which is something yeah. that people are saying online. But uh, did you see this in 2D or 3D? I didn't know if you were going to bring that. I saw oh, the 3D show. Oh, oh, really? And uh, it was uh, not intrusive at all. And there was like a decent amount of like stuff coming at you. And I I didn't mind it. Uh, no, I, okay. Well, I felt, I got to a point where I was kind of like, it's like, I'm not going, I'm not going to try to make a big deal out of this. I'm not going to like nitpick at this. Mm-hmm. But the moment, I man, I don't, I don't know where it is. But I'm, now that I think about it, I'm even madder about that. <laughs> the moment Jason Statham goes swimming and you not only insult me, not only do you insult physics, but you insult fish too. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, fuck y'all. Y'all can do it. You gonna try to explain that shit away to me like that? And you you insult me and the fish by giving me the explanation? Oh, fuck you, man. The fish are like, yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> no, you know, the moment you fuck me, you, you insult me and the fish at the same time? No, you can kiss my ass. I tell, Man, I will tell you that, uh, I'll tell you that this is, uh, that there's some good, there's some good sequences in here. I, I did think some uh, thought went into some of the action. And there's a lot. You know, I think they got some good, albeit ridiculous, uh, shark stuff in here. You know, Jason Statham dodging the sharks, you know, being this close to them, almost punching mm-hmm. them. You know, uh, and I did every now and then find something tense. When, Like I said, when they were down at the bottom of the ocean, man, and all these creatures were coming out of them, and they had all these narrow escapes and their air was running out. Um, that, those were tense moments to mm-hmm. me, man. But without the character of the story interest uh, to pull me in, it just more looked cool than anything instead of like really hitting it, hitting its potential. Uh, it almost feels like an alien making a Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. This is an AI script that certainly needed that human touch up, man. You needed, yeah, I, you, you either needed more gore or, or fleshed out characters or better humor. Or maybe all of the above. Something to give it more personality. Something to really, like, again, give ourselves something to attach ourselves to. But, uh, you know, I said it already, I'll say it again. A lot of this just kind of felt generic in a certain way. Felt like a generic creature feature. Felt like a generic sci-fi film. Felt like a generic action film in certain ways. Definitely. And not that it didn't have its moments. It did have its moments. I know... uh, you know, if it's true that a lot of people are not liking this movie, because I looked up the box office and they were talking about how it has only 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. My, you know, the people I told I was watching this said it was they, that they heard it was boring. Uh, it has a lot of major problems. I didn't think it was to the point where it was that terrible, but I'm still going to give this uh, a low rental. You know, and I'm giving it a low rental because between this movie and the last movie, I'm just not going to remember a lot of this. And this movie really wants you to remember it. This movie is, because the way this movie comes in, this movie comes in like, hey, remember these characters from the last movie? Nope. No. (laughs) No, hell no, I don't remember these characters from the last movie. But they're building, you know, the characters are yucking it up and cracking jokes and doing things like, like we've been hanging out with them and loving them for all this time. And that's, you know, and I don't remember these characters. I don't remember Mm -hmm. shit about these characters. So yeah, man, low rental. I do think in spots, like if you were to, if you were to rent this, you would probably fast forward 
to get to some of these action parts. And they are cool. I think that this is something that is best watched in a group for sure. Really? Yeah. I, I, I watch a lot of shark movies. I've seen two already this year. I watched Black Demon and last night I watched Cocaine Shark, which is... <laughs> It, that was a movie that was like already <laughs> shot and then they added in like 25 minutes and then they just like combine them together and and they're like cocaine shark okay and, and it sucked it was it was almost unwatchable but this movie I think that there are some amazing ideas and there's some really cool stuff and they should have just made more emphasis on the monsters I think that they give them mm -hmm. some character one thing we didn't talk about there's a lot of close-ups of shark eyes like there were some there. reactions that these sharks had where it looked like these sharks were getting their dicks sucked like, oh God. Oh, oh yeah. It looked like there yeah. It looked like this like the shot like the shark shot heroin. Because their eyes just rolled back like, oh Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple you're, times. You're right about that, man. A lot of shark close-ups on the yeah. eyes. Yeah. So I appreciate that because the movie Black Demon that came out earlier this mm -hmm. year, hardly any footage of the shark. Nothing. This, to me, I got my money's worth. I wanted to see Big Shark. I saw Big Shark go crunch. And I think that there is a lot of unnecessary action scenes. Like, I would have cut from the script all these hand-to-hand -hand action scenes, except maybe one that I really liked with our boy DJ. But other than that, I, I totally agree. These characters suck. Uh, the story is just non-existent almost and it is definitely made for a different market i would give it just a regular old matinee and if you see it in 3d you might kind of like it there's some cool parts in this i had fun and it was making me laugh all right there you go man hey you know what i did see the teenage mutant ninja turtles in 3d and i told martin i was like that really made a difference i was mm -hmm. like it was it was a lot of fun in 3d i bet yeah so I bet maybe, that if, I, style made it maybe good. if i saw this saw it in 3d the little heroin. <laughs> watch it with you. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll have more fun with it. Yeah. You. That being said, it's it's not the highest matinee. It's more of a low matinee. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. I always like we have different ratings, though. You get two different opinions here. Maybe I saw it on TV. I probably feel different, man. <laughs> but uh, I got a pitch, though, for the third Meg. Megan. Uh, and Meg. You have that the Meg robot? There. I'll take that. <laughs> now, come on, come on. Uh, Ooh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whoa! <I'm... laughs> now he's cross-eyed. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, it was. It was all right. It's fun. Oh, it's not man. very good. But right. I like, if you like shark movies, you'll get what you want seeing this. But I wanted more octopus. We didn't even really talk about that. Maybe they get that in the sequel. Maybe you get Meg versus Octo, whatever. I don't know. Nice props, though. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, I need to get that dunce hat, man. <laughs> I'll be walking in and out of here with that thing. You know, you know, you know the moment you're like, well, now I got the idea. But you know that's just going to be <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, just put something that looks like a cone on top of my head. I'm sure that everyone will love that on the YouTube comments. Yeah. Oh.